0: got Wednesday comics to my right. AB 18 himself. Alex, how you doing?
1: Hello, everybody. I'm doing well.
0: To my left. Cheat up himself. Garrett, how you doing?
2: Just looking around the corner. I was like, that was super intense.
1: <laughs> Good. I'm just telling you, three people just drove off the street
2: <laughs> during that
1: yeah. first part.
2: Right. They're just like,
1: what the fuck was that?
0: <laughs> I thought Garrett was going to say something <laughs> when they first went off, <laughs> because it, it is really excited in that song, Time by Pink Floyd there. My name is Marvin. Uh what the... Wednesday Comics Podcast uh, here. To talk all things comics. The uh, some comics coming out this week. Our book club book, and then a couple of uh, reads uh, that came out within the last week. We're catching up on and talking about. So, um, before we get there, I mean, this is the week after Morbius. We had to bring it up because we definitely were talking about it leading up to this. And who would we be if we just all of a sudden ignored it out of nowhere? And uh, so movie came out, number one movie of the weekend, made a lot of money, uh, so you're definitely going to see Morbius 2, uh, <laughs> and rightfully so, you know, I see, it's the best review film all year, I hear, so.
2: Dude, it gets that same fucking Venom, you know, fan base that goes. And uh, I had to laugh, I'm going to call out uh, Buddy John Runyon from Comic Book Look, I saw he went. Saw a lot of empty seats behind you there, John, but hopefully it was good. I mean, hopefully it was entertaining at least. But, uh. Wolf Buzz. Mm. But it's going to get a sequel, I think so. I mean, it, what did it make? Like. Uh, 300, $200 million?
0: <clears throat> No, I didn't make that much money. Uh, worldwide, I think it made 84 and if I remember correctly, uh, 39 over the weekend, which. To be fair, 39.1 doesn't seem like a lot compared, compared to like the Marvel movies, but for this time of the year and for a movie like that, uh, it does qualify as a blockbuster, but it's kind of like one of those like small ones, right? So, I guess it really depends on how much they spent on a budget, <clears throat> which uh, I don't think is public knowledge right now, but if you look at the screen, obviously, a billion dollars. Uh, 86 <laughs> <never> million <laughs> Worldwide, it mean, more worldwide than did domestic. but That's like a movie, yeah, that makes more worldwide. People are interested in that. Did your brother go see it?
2: Uh no, he did not. Shocking. I thought he would have. I
1: would really like to think that Corey would have t- called or texted us saying, "Hey guys, I saw this movie, and either it was dog shit or not." Um, I, you know what? I I have yet to see Venom. Have you yet to see two? Have you yet to see any of those other X Men movies that have come out in the last two years? Uh, I honestly could give two flying craps about this movie. You so talking I about will not...
0: mutants and the uh, Phoenix movie.
1: Yeah, I still have yet to see Dark Phoenix. Yeah, there's like
2: two minutes of it. That's good.
0: Hmm. Do so you I watch Dark Phoenix, Hal- uh, Garrett? What you watch Dark Phoenix?
2: Yeah, we talked about it. Remember, we both seen it.
0: I don't remember. Oh, I shut it off. So.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, right, you shut it off. <laughs> you yeah, <went> <laughs> I just caught it in the background, so I I went through it. So it was pretty atrocious i mean uh yeah i don't know they tried to do a new generation in the first class gener- oh here we go yeah i think he's seen
3: it i'm not sure
0: i gotta ask this guy a question about Pearl's future we'll see what happens
3: this is hashtag guest host one how may i help you
0: hello sir we're calling you today uh how did you enjoy your experience watching morbius so we're doing a follow-up
3: I wouldn't go see that dog shit if I don't know. I just would never go see it. And for all you people listening to Wednesday Comics, if you have contributed in any way, shape, or form to the opening weekend box office gross, two hundred plus million dollars, you are the problem. Two hundred
0: million? What the fuck? Are you look at See,
3: I saw two. I saw two hundred million internationally.
0: No, it's only made thirty nine. I
3: could have swore that I saw that. How much?
0: No, thirty nine.
3: Oh hmm. really? It says total it had, so like far, it's huge made eighty six. Oh It wow. says right here, opening, opening
0: weekend thirty nine point one. Here's the thing, yeah, though. but it's,
3: it's still making good movies. It still got number one. I know. I was going to say the,
0: the 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 read on this thing, money wise, is that it did good for what it it did more than they thought it was going to do. So for them, that's a plus.
3: Yeah, it's made eighty four million so far. It looks
0: like it, it definitely is going to get either a Morbius. Two or are we gonna get some sort of movie with more Morbius is gonna be back and Jared Leto is gonna be back?
3: Uh, I hope not. So, but yeah. So I'm gonna I, I to ask you it. Mr.
0: uh hashtag guessos one. Um you know this taints Marvel's uh look, obviously, because you know this is a Marvel property, he's a Marvel legend, comes out, you know, with with shit on his name, comes out, makes a lot of money. Do they continue down this road and make every spin off of Spotty Spidey- that they can because they're not making a Spider-Man movie.
3: Yeah, nope, and that's their formula. And they're gonna run into the ground. So good luck with Craven is all I gotta say. But and Madam Web, but oh god, it's just why?
2: Did you guys read what the what happens in the post credits?
0: Yeah, we talked about it.
2: Yeah, I. T- oh yeah, I
3: not talk about it. I saw on TikTok. Was... So yeah, um, stupid. Did you guys already spoiler?
0: We did, yeah, with uh, Vulture stuff.
3: Maybe we should team up. Like, what the? Let me ask you a question. What the fuck are you guys doing? (laughs) It's like, if Sony needs to learn one lesson, let go of the Sinister Six. Open your hand on the Sinister Six. It's not going to happen. You don't have the skill power. Or the willpower. It's never going to happen. They clearly have the willpower.
1: The technique to pull it off. Yeah, they clearly have the willpower.
3: You know what I think Uh, it is? Yeah, they they have the
1: money to waste, too. You know what
0: I think it is? Is that uh, they always have a new head over there that is like, I'm going to crack this. And so they try their hand on it, and it never works out. And they have to abandon it. And then they leave. Like, Amy Pascal left. And so, like they're always going to try to do it. You know, it's it's their way of proving that they're better than the last person, and then it turns out they can't do it.
1: You know, well, they I should guess technically that... Uh, stick no, to your animated stupid. movies, uh, like Into the, the Spider-Verse.
2: Better. Yeah, no, they should stick to their animated movies,
3: I
0: agree. What did you say, Corey?
3: Yeah. No, no I agree with Alex and I, I'm just saying that they've only been able to get, like, two people each attempt, you know, it's been Electro and Green Goblin. Otherwise, it's than uh, Vulture and Morbius, which Morbius isn't even really part of the Sinister Six. When I think of the classic Sinister Six, I don't think of Morbius.
0: Why would they go Morbius? Just because they feel like a vampire that can sell better than anything else? Damn.
3: I I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure he was in some iteration of the Sinister Six, maybe. But, you know, usually he was kind of like not. He was pure on villain, but it was more like because he was the vampire. And so I wouldn't even, I don't know, the anti-hero thing. I'm just like, what? I don't know. I have no words. I'm baffled by what their plan is.
0: On the other side of the coin, like, the Batman is up to $712 uh, billion. Dollars, billion. No, million dollars.
3: Billion. Excuse holy me. Crap. Whoa. Yeah. I was like, what? Wow. I was like, oh, holy a Ma-
0: Million exactly. dollars which is pretty good for that movie, especially a movie being three hours long. It limits the amount that it can make because yeah. you can't show as many uh, showings in one day. So I think the sequel right. breaks a billion for this thing.
3: Oh, absolutely. I think if they market it right, it's kind of like, you know, your Dark Knight to Batman Begins. You just have, you just go into it and it's more I fun. Think you, so
0: I you think also you come in two happen. hour, two hour runtime, don't make it three.
3: Yeah. No way, well, dude! Saying, I love you, that know, you know Marvin. Marvin, will this, thing will might get this. No. three. Marvin will get this. What's better, Don of the Planet of the Apes or the Planet of the Apes from Matt Reeves? And yeah. I think it's an easy that Don was way better than Planet. And you know, you know, Planet was good, but Don was incredible. So, uh,
0: Corey, I think uh, Matt Reeves knows
3: how to do a sequel.
0: You're always up in the news, so I'll, I'll bring this up and maybe you know the exact number. They didn't release the uh, Doctor Strange runtime. Uh, this two week.
3: hours and six minutes.
0: So that's mm-hmm. a nice two hours in and out. The shortest uh, Phase right? Four movie so far, and I think that's the way you go with this shit.
3: Yeah. I mean, Man, yeah, they yeah but like
2: part one was
3: no way home, so we already know when they show us the dude. Illuminati and uh, you know uh, whoever else, it's like you know just give you your star cameos and then get out of there.
2: I keep he seeing uh, Tom Cruise as Superior Iron Man. You think that's a thing?
0: I think I do. Tom Cruise has been busy with that Mission Impossible, so if he did, that dude's a fucking beast. If he was filming two movies back to back and then went off and did that, then the man's a beast.
3: What two movies? Uh-huh. Top Gun's been done for like three years. Mission Impossible. Are you seven, and eight?
0: seven and eight, they're shooting back to back because they connect and they want to shoot them back to back in case. Uh, that way, they can change stuff in seven story that match in case they think of something else in eight, they can go back and do reshoots on seven. And make it. so that's why I got delayed until next year.
3: Well, mm. see, but the thing is with the Tom Cruise part of it, I honestly think that, like, that's not something that I mean, that is something that could probably have been covered in a one to two week shoot, not even if and, they really needed him. Yeah,
0: hey, if you know this technology and this deep fake, they could just put him on somebody else's body.
3: You know, get his consent and say,
0: yeah, I can't be there, but go ahead. (laughs) I've seen it before.
3: You do know, like, why everybody thinks it's weird because, like, or whatever, when Tom Cruise, it's kind of funny, was asked to be Iron Man, he's like, yeah, but they they have to be able to see my face. I can't be covered by a mask. So it makes all the sense in the world for him to show up as superior Iron Man, because in that costume format, you see the face. So it's kind of like, that's very coincidental.
0: I'm going to okay. guess that that doesn't happen, and RDJ comes back for a cameo, and then he's got it. We again.
3: cut out there. What? What?
0: Robert do Downey Jr., out? I hope. I think he comes back for a cameo. I don't think Tom Cruise is going to be in this movie.
3: You think you Robert coming back for a cameo? Jr. will come back for a cameo? I think so. No I way. Whoa, whoa. Hot take over here on the Wednesday comics. <laughs> Marvin, whoa, really? I don't know. That'd be cool, but I feel like he wouldn't. Like, I don't know. Why not? He, seems he like loves that character. Cut off from that. I know he loves the character, but it's kind of like he said his piece to that. Now, have you heard? Guys, been hearing rumors about a certain huge Jack man <laughs> making appearance in this movie. <laughs> yeah, really?
0: I've heard of that. Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh. Yeah, where, well, because, you know, Deadpool is supposed to show up, and everybody keeps thinking that, like on that big poster, that one of the shards of glass is Deadpool's eye. So we're going to see Deadpool, which is a big reach. But, I don't know, I feel like we're really? going to get a lot of introductions in this movie. Not full-blown introductions, but we'll, like, you know, because someone on the Illuminati is a Fantastic Four member. Because You know, people are speculating based on the screenshots that you can see a four one of the people sitting on the throne. Well, so Deadpool's already been introduced like, in
0: the MCU, decided. so it wouldn't make that big of a leap. What? Deadpool. When
1: was he introduced in the MCU?
0: There was that commercial with him and uh, that guy from Thor, Ragnarok. Thor.
1: that's right.
3: Horg? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Well, weird. the official, not a commercial, official. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, commercial. I think we'll get very limited kind of things of the... There will obviously be other dimensions in this movie because that's what the movie's going to be about. But, like, all these things that people keep bringing up, I, I would say temper your, your expectations. There's probably going to be, like, one or two. They're not going to have a million, like, people are guessing out there. That, like, everybody's going to show up in this movie.
1: This, hey, this is the movie that anything can change. So why would you ever want to think about what could happen? Just go into it and enjoy it.
0: I mean, No Way Home has people in it, but it's like, it's people who, like, it makes sense that they're in that movie. People are out here throwing whatever hits the fucking... Everybody
3: thinks that this will be like a nostalgia endgame 20th century Foxverse where we're going to see all the 2005 Fantastic Four. Yeah, they think all all that shit's going to
0: happen. I don't think we get there until the end of Phase 4. It's not happening in the middle of it with this.
3: Well, yeah, I think we'll get, you know, you'll obviously get Charles Xavier or some iteration or whatever the heck he's going to be. I think you're going to get allusions, too, but I think you'll definitely get some good cameos. And There might be, like, a second or two or things, but, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't you know ha- if we would get a full-on, like...
0: And you have to remember... Guess. Because
3: then again, no way... Because, you know, you know, you have to remember, no way home happened. And, you know... Well, you no have to, to
0: remember that Marvel likes to put shit in the trailers that doesn't appear in the movie. So, like, that whole scene with the Illuminati could not even be in the fucking movie.
3: No, I bet it will be, though, because that's kind of like Morbius cheap, where it's like they have Spider-Man on the alleyway wall, and then they take it out in the movie because they know nobody's going to see this dog shit unless it alludes to Spider-Man, and they did, (laughs) but then they took it out, so... I mean... Like, I want to get excited about Doctor Strange, but since we talked about Morbius at the beginning of this conversation... (laughs) I'm feeling down, but I'm trying to come out of it, because guess what? Doc Strange tickets go on sale tomorrow. So. Oh, you is you? Is Doc Strange, yeah. That's like, the first... Yeah, it's Thursday before Free comic Book Day.
0: Mm-hmm. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Right. Corey, will I, see, will I see you in that theater?
3: Um, You will not see me in your theater, I'll be watching it here, but... Uh, I swear to God, i heard it here, <laughs> and and you know, the, the OG Fantastic Four need to discuss your hashtag guest host one might make an appearance for a free comic book day for the first time in a couple of years. So we'll have to see if we can coordinate that. But that's that's a couple of weeks future talk from now. You heard it here first, fans. All right. I that think
1: nothing's that gonna happen. <laughs> before
0: I let you go here, how many issues of Spider Man have you read since last week?
1: <laughs> Not a single one.
3: Because you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to wait until I know when a certain sale for, you know, coincidentally lands on Free Comic Book Day weekend. And you know what I'm referring to. So i got to catch up on the rest. I'll get the rest of the issues that are behind mine. Because I believe they're on 93 now. Is that correct? Yep. Yeah. 93
1: just came out last week.
3: Yeah, and I... And I Yep, and I'll I'll buy those and then you know, then I'll catch up. But then I'll probably stop at eighty two and we'll just do this all over again. So Best of luck, bro. Well That's we're
0: gonna, gonna go we're gonna go talk about comics as we actually read them. You wanna sign off?
3: Oh yes, I do. Okay. This is hashtag guest host one signing off. Stay classy San Francisco.
0: There you go, Corey. Uh little talk with Corey about some movies coming up. Uh wanted to get his take on Morbius see if you saw which you said Garrett that he didn't but uh we got to double check you don't know what if he That's went right. to a, what if he went to a matinee today he didn't, he didn't tell you about it so true. uh here we go comics coming out for the first uh week in April as they say april showers will bring the mayflower pilgrims Firepower by Kirkman and Sammy number 19 Chris Sammy Chris, uh Robert Kirkman Matthew Wilson new story arc the legends are true the dragon's real the world is in danger, and all this, and introducing Master Shun. What do you think here, Alex?
1: Um, uh, hell yeah! This is one of the best books that I've read in a long time. Art phenomenal. Chris Samini, nails it like always. Uh, I do care nothing about the the Nike's that Garrett loves, but oh, they look they look fucking bitching, man. I, I get they look bitching, but you know, I never even look at their shoes. I'm too busy watching the ass kicking happening, or the snakes biting people's jugulars. No, I don't like that. You know the first person to get bit on this team would be Garrett, right in the the neck.
2: Dude, I would have a heart attack and fall into the snake bit, so (laughs) I would just
1: like... Actually, to be fair, the snakes wouldn't want to bite you because they would bite you and then you die because of, of fright. So They'd be like, there. we only like warm-blooded creatures. This guy's got cold blood. He's been dead this for a while now. An icicle. Uh, anyway, this book, I'm, I didn't realize it has taken a break for, what, two months now? Yeah, it's been a bit. It's been a while, so I actually don't remember what I read in 18, but I did catch up. I know I read it. Anyway, super stoked. Can't wait to read it.
0: I think we knew that because in the back matter they said it was a plan break, so it's not like it's been on hiatus or anything. Or or been delayed, I mean. It has been on hiatus. It's not been delayed. Uh, Letter Monsters number two. Jeff Lemire and Dustin Wynn. Thrilling new series by Eisner War winning team. Jeff Lemire and Dustin Wynn, obviously from Descender and Ascender, you know, the good (laughs) stuff. Uh, (laughs) Continues as more is revealed about the young vampires left to survive on their own. When a man stumbles into their camp, the long-forgotten taste of human blood is quickly remembered. Garrett, what do you think?
2: Um, uh, yeah. Did you guys read issue one? No,
0: I did not. But I will catch guys. up as I always do with these with the with this team.
2: All right. Well, issue one was awesome. Uh, it was one of those that. It felt like it was super quick because the art is so good and, like, the story was just... it. You just get through to the end of the book so quickly. Um, but I thought it did a really good job of setting up the uh, base of the story. You know, we have some characters that have been at this one area for a very long time. And, you know, that's all they've known. And they're, they're starting to get bored with immortality and just staying in the one place. So they're talking about maybe moving on to... I don't know. Do I say red, red er pastures? Because, huh? They're vampires. All right. Anyways, uh, it's it's really good, but they are. Uh, yeah, no, I I enjoyed it a lot, and I think you guys will too. And uh, you know, very early. So see what happens to you two.
0: I see here it does a little motif similar to, uh, uh, Schindler's List, where everything's in black and white except for the red blood. Mm-hmm. In Schindler's List, obviously, there's red from the little girl's coat in that one scene so uh looks nice nice this team fantastic and also robin and batman they're doing over dc is that over with uh, garrett yeah it's over
2: it's cool. in a couple months
0: back i saw i saw that it was uh <clears throat> on dc universe but i get that a read so uh, i'm on a batman little kick right now reading ego right now fantastic by our uh by one of our favorites um <laughs> <laughs> the the Darwin I, Cook. Darwin Cook. <laughs> <laughs> I kept, I kept just seeing Dustin win, and I was like, "No, that's what, what's in one front of, our of me." favorites,
2: Chris Samney. That's what what, right in front what? of me. Uh
0: Devils Reign number six of six. <laughs> Marco Ciccetto I won't read the uh, synopsis because I know uh, uh, Alex is behind on this, but I just will say, uh, fantastic cover. Looking forward to this. They're obviously going to do Daredevil uh, picking up right after this and what's going on. Um, When they started their run, Chip and Marco, I still was getting physical comics. So actually, a couple days ago, maybe three, I went and bought the whole thing in digital. That way I can have it all. I don't think I'm going to fucking just binge the whole thing again before the new thing starts. Just because it's that fucking good. All right? Um, That's a good idea. Good call. <laughs> I uh, got a game for my son. I mean, him have been playing. It. It's called Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Uh, And Daredevil shows up and I was just like, I was thinking, I was like, I think Daredevil's my favorite Marvel character. I think I made the decision in that moment because anybody else that showed up on screen kind of was just like, yeah, it's the Hulk. He's in fucking everything. Yeah, it's Captain America, which I do love. But still, like, it's, he gets kind of old after you've seen him a million times. But when Daredevil showed up, I actually got excited. And so I go, I think he's my favorite character in Marvel, so. Uh, Woo! Gotta
1: continue. Do you have a favorite Marvel? Well, I mean, I
2: yes. think, Super you Man. know, Daredevil's pretty high... Wait, who? <laughs> no, no Daredevil's pretty high up there, I mean, but Iron Man, I mean, God, I don't know. Comic book-wise, nah, I'd give it to Daredevil, but movie, like MCU-wise, Iron Man.
0: Character-wise, sure. I think for Garrett, it's Iron Man. I... Whenever yeah. I see Iron Man, I think of Garrett. Woo! He's, I know he has ton, hey. tons of shirts, uh, figures. I actually
2: just got a new die cast Iron Man
3: Funko that they just created for Iron
2: Man.
0: See, so. the man is a Tony Stark fiend.
1: That's true. That's true.
0: What about you, Alex?
1: I don't. Blade, I, I want right. to give the edge to Spider Man.
0: What? We, we already have a Spider Man guy. We can't have two. Yeah,
1: there's. There's like 17 different Spider-Men. Of course well, they, you can.
0: Well, then you can't pick Peter Parker.
1: Why don't you pick Kraven, man? Because well, either we we're going. Well, I was figuring heroes, but Craven would be my favorite.
0: We said character.
1: Is he not a right. Character. You're right. You're you know right, he's gonna I'm be wrong. a good guy in that I, movie. Well, that movie's gonna be shit. So maybe I don't want to be a Kraven <laughs> fan.
0: <laughs> you're gonna be the guy that everybody's like, "Hey, I heard you say that Kraven was your favorite. Should I go see this movie?"
1: I'm gonna tell you don't go see it. You don't gotta go
0: see it. Alex, like nobody here was a fan of Morbius. That's why we didn't feel the urge to like take that leap. But as a Craven fan, you gotta take that leap. I, right?
1: I would go see it. Even though I am disappointed that they didn't choose Joe Maglanello. He would have been perfect. But whatever. Instead He's dead Stroke, man. <laughs> instead <one> Quicksilver.
0: <laughs> Kick ass. Don't,
2: yeah.
1: Batman All killing the, time,
2: otherwise known as the dead. Um, uh, was it Quicksilver? Yes, yeah. He was such a blur in my memory uh, <laughs> <laughs> that I oh, forgot man. who 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 he was.
0: I think we should just end this.
2: <laughs> the show's done. We don't need to do it anymore. <laughs> I know, that was too much fun. I'm sorry. Batman oh, killing oh, time too.
0: Sorry. Epic continues and blood will spill. Catwoman and the Riddler have pulled off the perfect crime, and are now in possession of the most valuable object in the DCU. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh, because <laughs> I was like, "What is?" Because I was going to joke, be like, "What is the most valuable object?" And that, if for some reason, and I don't know, I have no reason for this. I just thought of Black Label Batman Bat Dong, so you know they got it. Bat <laughs> battle well because remember in my my digital comic it was there and then it was gone who took it who knows uh but how long can they hold on to it <laughs>
2: oh geez now you just ruined it man.
0: <laughs> with not only batman on their tail but also a terrifying new villains simply known as the help uh tom king and david marquez garrett what do you think here
2: uh well you soiled it but uh the world want... <laughs>
1: Batman's letting <pissing> them down <laughs>
2: uh issue one was really good um you know it's kind of the uh classic batman kind of it did remind me a lot of the batman the movie because it's you know right when batman's starting out he's probably on his his first couple of years and he's dealing with the rogues for their first team up basically um and so it's kind of seeing him try to overcome the odds and take them down and yeah they've s- stolen something near and dear to him so uh there's one person you don't steal from and that's Batman. So we'll come to find that soon. But obviously Tom King, Dave Marquez, great creative team story of issue one was awesome. It was like a heist, um, and heist issue. And that was a lot of fun to read. So
0: nice to see Dave Marquez getting a little bit outside and doing more DC stuff than just with Bendis. So, uh, I know he has been doing that for a little bit, but just nice to see him, uh, do some things here with Tom King. Um, it's comics coming out for this week, brought to you by Rainbow Comics and Cards.com. Rainbow Comics and it's your definitive source for all things comics. Go there to see their locations in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, Lincoln, Nebraska, or anytime online, Rainbow Comics and Cards.com. And Corey mentioned it earlier, uh, they always have a sale on free comic book day. So that's May 7th, 2022. May 7th, the first Saturday in May, uh go there and you might take a get a glimpse of the hashtag SOS one picking up issues of Spider Man and uh trying to catch up before the uh deadline that I gave him, which I forgot what it is, but I can go back and listen to it next last week. Um I think I told them... I think I did tell him free comic book day. So I think he's gonna fail.
1: Thank well you. I don't think he's going to. He's he's <laughs> just going to I mean mm-hmm.
0: Uh Alex, meteorologist, Yo. came straight from uh from the academy. Uh just uh he just graduated um with high honors and a master's program last week. Uh now you, you can tell me accurately what the weather's gonna be like, what it's gonna be like this week.
1: You know what it's gonna rain today? Actually, literally right now, I can sense their sprinkles in the air. Uh tomorrow will rain. You know what? It's springtime. Like you said, April showers bring Mayflowers. Thursday I didn't say that. a little more rainy. But here's the deal. I Saturday, said, Sunday. Excellent. You like spaghetti? These are perfect meatballs. Keaton,
0: I, I didn't say that, Keaton. Don't put words in my mouth. I said what? April showers bring the Mayflower. Pilgrims.
1: Oh, I'm telling you they bring Mayflowers. Oh, okay. There's more than one ship that's rolling into town. Uh, a lot of rocks are written.
0: Hispaniola. Uh, there we go. The uh weather, as Alex stated, a little windy too. Um,
2: Very windy. At least in where I'm at, it's like 20 mile an hour wind every day.
1: That's South Dakota, guys. Come on.
2: Hey, hey. There's no Don't, don't you generalize there our state? <laughs> I
1: right, Too late. I already did it.
0: Tomorrow looks like we're gonna have uh, wind 25 miles per hour. Um, probably some gusts going on too. You know, always oh, gusty. There we go. That is the uh, forecast for this week. Uh, let's talk about that uh, book club book. Book club.
2: Creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Wednesday Comics. Oh. Go, go Is that my
0: cue? No, go ahead.
2: Uh, Wednesday Comics League of Extraordinary Gentle People proudly presents...
1: <laughs> uh. <laughs> Trillium by Jeff Lemire and his twin brother, Jeff Lemire.
0: That brother's Lemire. Uh, Trillium number two uh, was the issue that we read. I got to tell you something, too. In this collection, maybe it's just me. I know that there's like a full-page splash of people's faces when the issue's over, but I had a hard time telling if that was the end or not.
1: <laughs> mm. I did. I, this one I struggled with. I wasn't sure.
0: Because if you turn the page one more, it shows... Uh, a drawing of from issue two, and I was like, "Oh, do he keep going then, or what's going on here?" So I wasn't. So
1: no, I didn't. I hadn't read the the um the books themselves or the issues per se. Did half the book have her side, and then you flipped over and read his half? Uh,
2: it was kind of intermixed.
1: Okay, because I didn't know if this if if this is actually like a sixteen issue book because there's two issues per book or two issues per issue.
0: You know what? I don't remember. You might be right.
1: Yeah, but I don't know. I've been reading it issue by issue. So if Let's see, I read it I read it from the start of the chapter until the next time I see the full page of, you know, your title. Not even title. Just the cover. So anyway. I didn't so know what, what, <laughs> what if all of three of us are reading years.
2: What if we're reading different formats, and so like we some of us are getting
1: both parts. I don't so, know. So I'm I'm reading it on Hoopla, and this the quote-unquote issue I read was the introduction to William, where he is in the jungle and he is looking for uh, the pyramid, and uh, man, he really fucked over his friends and family.
2: Wait, that's what you read today? Yeah. Oh no, that's that's the second part of issue one.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. so then I just it today too because I finished the last one. I stopped. So after you guys her didn't story.
1: actually read issue two. <laughs> we, ne- we never oh. talked about this part. We never talked about this part last week. We just talked about her part.
0: I just looked, and What's he's right. Uh, in the other one, it says one point two. I guess
2: yeah, we, we-, we didn't really get into the plot. Because uh, I know we were being a little more vague about it when we were talking about trillion, but I had read all of issue. 1. Well,
1: damn! All right, I guess I'm caught up for the next two weeks, baby. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. Well, the the last second half well, of issue one. Then
1: Marvin, and I can read. The next we can get caught up to you next week then.
2: Well, I'm just saying, issue two. Uh, it stops splitting into parts after issue. Issue one was oversized.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just looked. It was 35 pages, so. That that was on us, Alex, for reading fifteen pages and thinking it was over. <laughs> I guess I didn't I didn't know it felt like thirty because that first part is kind of uh, text heavy and the second part isn't. Um, uh, but I, I mean you guys can still talk we can still
1: talk about it I, don't
0: I, I know I'm saying let, let's talk about the second half here and then uh, obviously we'll get on board next week Garrett has a week
1: so next week it. we'll be caught up to you anyway right Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll, just, I'll just
2: read issue 2 again
0: but you're right until you stated that Alex I forgot that's what happened that in the original issue and that's what Garrett's been talking about I was like what the fuck he's talking about flipping it over I was like oh yeah because that first issue that's how it was it was mm-hmm. read it one way with one story and read it the other way with the other story which was kind of oh, hard. I, I'll let you know, in print, it was kind of fucked up because then you can kind of see what's going to happen in the other story. Like, obviously, in the second half here, his whole party gets killed. And if and when I was reading the first part of the story in print, I remember seeing that and being like, I guess somebody fucking dies over there because there's no way you don't see that blood and see all that carnage happening on the other page. That so, might
2: be yeah. it. I think I, I enjoy this way more, like, in a digital format um stay your question gareth
0: they didn't do the flip you just uh read it all
2: right and the only flip per se that happens is yeah like which <coughs> you guys didn't figure out till now but uh each part is its own <laughs> um story so there is no and see you know how much i love though i hate those uh flipping around maze shit so uh this this is enjoyable for me
1: um I want to look up. I want to look up the the Batman issue five from New Fifty Two. I just want to see if I was to read it on Hoopla, maybe whether or not I actually have to turn my phone, or if it will auto correct, or if it never shows up the way. I suppose. I'm I sure it, it auto. I'm sure it fixes yeah. it for you. But right. Uh, I
0: thought the well, second anyway. part was really well done. More focused on art, more action packed, obviously than the first half. First half was a lot of setup. And that's where I remember being the second half being like to get you to the point where the first one ends again to see how you see William's side of the story. Uh, And it's a guy who has PTSD from World War One, I believe. And he's going to the uh, Amazon, Amazon to get uh, to find those temples, which we saw in the first part that, that's the temples that she entered and then exited out the other side in his time frame now. So, we're going to get some weird time shit going on. Uh, a little time travel.
1: I like it. Which, I enjoyed this issue. Like, my first time reading this one, it was well done. I was surprised by the uh, the amount of gore in this book. Like They're doing the flashbacks to him in the war. And obviously, there's blood on the ground. But I was just surprised how vibrant red that blood was. And then when they get to the, the campsite for uh, the indigenous indigenous people, I knew people were going to die. But I was not expecting that the first time you see anything is literally an arrow or a spear going through that guy's eye, through his glasses. <laughs> and,
0: the, then, yeah. and
1: then they go to their, their little um, tour guide, and his throat's been slit, and you're like, whoa, shit.
0: When he's like, run, William, he only gets shot in the arm with an arrow I saw. And then it cuts to him getting surrounded by them. So, when I only had him get shot by the arrow, I was like, well, that guy can obviously survive. He's going to run away. And then it cut to where he's surrounded. I go, well, he's dead. <laughs> like, <laughs> so
1: he's getting out of there. <laughs>
0: uh, these guys are not here to uh, play games. So, um, I was going to say, William also is kind of, his PTSD has kind of given him like super realistic flashbacks. So, he kind of, every once in a while, like gets caught up in, zones out and is back in World War One, and is back in different time frames. Um, it's almost like Slaughterhouse-Five in that way where this person's kind of jumping around in time uh, and you're kind of trying to figure out if it's real or in his head just because of, of the war that he went through. Um, so I like that nice little uh, uh, part of this comic too. I think it's a nice when he, like when they say, hey, William, and he's like all sort of got caught up in the thing. You're like, did he go back to World War One, or is it just in his head? So uh, I remember we get more of that, but I want to say this second part of the first issue, and I think Garrett, you alluded to this last week and I didn't catch it, uh, fantastic art. like Very, very beautiful art in the second part, and the art is the main uh, catalyst for this part of the story. It There's a lot of silent panels, and I think he does a great job uh, with the second part in that way.
2: Yeah, I mean, some of the most detailed art that I've seen from Jeff Lemire, and I don't know, I feel like I was just in that superhero brain at the time, but no, I enjoyed uh, both halves of Issue 1, and uh, I, I can I can predict that it gets better in Issue 2. I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> i tell you what, even though I've read plenty of Jeff Lemire, and I've seen a lot of his art, um, there are still moments when I look at it that I go, it's, it's amazingly well done, and yet it's It's much rougher than you're used to seeing or what you expect to see in a comic book. Uh, but I think that's what makes it so refreshing. Is it's not uh, an everyday event. So then to get to read it and to see, one, how his mind works is phenomenal. And secondly, to see how he can connect his art and his word and just make a fluid motion at one time is nice.
0: Yeah, I'm only looking forward to actual issue two and not just a second. I thought to myself, I was like, this read fast. But I thought it was because it was mostly the art.
1: <laughs> well, I saw that it said 1.1 to 1.2, and I thought nothing of it. I thought, okay. Well, I, I didn't see that.
0: I should have <laughs> known when I saw what it said, number two. And I was like, why would they end issue two after that picture? And then with the picture of the number two art, I go, that's weird to include a picture of number two and number three. So I should have. I should have said something. But, uh, oh, well. There we go. We'll talk more about uh, the Trillium. Next week, the actual issue we were supposed to read, and uh, uh, we'll get on it. So, I forgot what the song was that I played, so you're gonna get uh, this
1: Buck Lab. Sounds like Sesame Street.
0: Sesame Street. It, It could where it will be. Let's try it again. Here we go. No, we won't do that. I actually lost what the fuck I was just playing. Oh, here it is. Um, But, anyways, uh, there is that book club book. And so issue two will be the one we talk about uh, next week. Calm down, kids. Calm down. Sorry, those kids are mad that we didn't actually read issue two. So I, I put the one I, I shoot them away. <laughs> um, let's move on next to our reviews for this week here with uh, a couple of reviews this week, some books we're catching up on, some good stuff as always. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh let's see. Uh Batman. <laughs> what the fuck's it called? I gotta pull it out. What's it called, Garrett?
2: Batman, Batman Beyond, 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 Beyond Yeah.
0: Beyond the what White Alex Knight. What said. Batman Beyond the White Knight by Sean Murphy. Sean Murphy. And is his wife doing the colors? Or who's doing the colors? Is Hollyworth back? Hollywood. Uh
2: let me check. I have the issue right here. I just got it today and it looks pigeon. Um Dave Stewart.
0: Oh, Dave Stewart, no or Matt Hollingsworth. Okay. Uh, there we go. Uh, the uh, Batman Beyond the White Knight. And by the way, uh, Comicsology, the way that you sorted this, uh, I will uh, write a very stern letter to your, your Amazon headquarters to tell you about this. They include everything that's Batman White Knight related from the first series, second one, the one off freeze thing, the Harley Quinn, and then this one all in the same, like, section of my library, and they're not in order. So, <laughs> I don't Dumb. know why. Uh, I
2: want, I want uh, comicsology to go back to how it used to be. It is so shitty now.
0: Yeah, that's a conversation. Uh, what would you guys think of this book?
2: Loved it. Uh, when I got through it, I was just like, fuck, this is, a, like, a great comic. Like, I think... You know, you get so used to the the weeklies, but this kind of just like makes you think back and like this is why I get this is why I get weeklies because books like this where it just can blow you out of the water. Great story, great art. Like, I mean, Sean Murphy obviously is one of the best artists of our uh, of our time, but I just enjoyed the story so much and like when you can kind of get carried into the book and not recognize someone's art because it's like so just. In sync with what that story is about, I just thought it was perfect. I enjoyed every second of it.
1: I I enjoyed ninety nine point nine percent of it. There was there was the end, the cliffhanger that I either need more information to enjoy or I am frustrated with the character choice they brought in.
0: Remind me the uh, cliffhanger.
1: Oh, Jack. Jack.
0: Well, I mean, uh, I will let you know. That uh if you look at those uh um drawings for issue two, it does spoil it. I happen to look at I,
1: it an accident. I don't even know if I looked at the drawings for next issue. Oh, if you
0: do it spoils yeah. that whole
1: part of it. Um
2: I would say it's very similar to Arkham Night owl with that joker. So is what I would okay. so I think it's more of like a, a vestige Plaster. to be like
1: you know. Getting and getting Bruce's head, but do you want to know? Um, uh, my, my favorite part though was Bruce being in prison.
0: Yeah, he's fucking a badass, bro.
1: Being the yeah. shit out of all the riots that are happening. Yeah, and I was a
2: little uh, so obviously, we see Terry um, getting the bat suit. Thinking that he's being guided by Bruce Wayne, which would make a lot of sense, since Bruce Wayne's in prison, and it turns out to be he's being guided by Derek Powers. And I will tell, all I don't of think you he's right confused.
1: Now, I thought he knew those. Yeah, post. he knew.
2: No, no, no. I was
1: confused oh, because okay. it, they, oh. the
2: way they phrase it, they did this on purpose because in Batman Beyond, Bruce Wayne is in his ear; he's the guy in the chair. So it was a play on that to reveal that it was Derek Powers, because obviously Derek Powers is evil. He took over Wayne Foundation and stole Bruce's suit.
0: Garrett, not to rag Um, on you, but I was never confused.
1: (laughs) What do you mean? But it makes sense. You watch the cartoon. He He keeps
0: referring to Bruce. He keeps saying Bruce made this suit. Bruce made this suit. And like it's dangerous. Well, he would
2: say Wayne, but then there was a question phrase like I got right here. I know. The second paragraph, yeah, it makes sense that it was somebody else, that it wasn't Bruce Wayne, but the first time it... Threw me because he was talking to Terry directly. Listen, and you, you had
0: expectations <laughs> because you watched that show, and yeah, you know? exactly, exactly. I, I'll tell you this: it's similar to what Alex was saying. Um, this really doesn't like make me want to go see that show, but it does intrigue me on what is more in this world. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm excited to see it. Obviously, it's not going to be the same thing. It's in the White Knight world, and I do like the way that story's going. And I would hope that maybe Terry is not going to right away believe Bruce and turn right away. Like, he'll still be against Bruce for a little bit, and then we'll get the switch. Um,
2: yeah, that that's the part <coughs> that pulled me out, and that's where I kind of, like, retract my go-watch Batman Beyond. Because, like, honestly, there's not that much great Batman Beyond stuff in it as of yet.
1: Um, the suit looks fantastic.
2: Yeah, the suit looks great. And Art's if, fantastic if you, overall. Did you read his interview leading up to this book that he, like, only changed, like, minor details about the Batman suit? Because he's, like, it's so iconic that he didn't want to change it. I, I really dig that because that suit's just fucking beautiful.
0: This, so, in this show, is the suit framed the same way that Bruce made it, but it was too dangerous, so that's why he never used it?
3: Um,
2: well, no, it was more that uh, he was retiring because, like, he was starting to get heart issues being Batman, so he had to call it.
0: But in this one we have a Bruce that is still healthy uh, to an extent, but he just stopped being Batman because he went to jail for being Batman. Right. So it's gonna be a little different take. He doesn't need to retire right now, but maybe if he wants to start focusing on his family, he might see it as an out. But as of this issue he's a little ticked off of what they've done with the Batman name and the Batman money and the Bruce Wayne money. And so his ass wants to get out of jail and he's gonna go so fuck some shit up.
1: It's gonna be a
2: Batman
1: v. Batman. I enjoyed the Jason Todd part of it, and I, (coughs) excuse me, last week when you had read the, not the introduction, the, what do you want to call it? Jesus. The preview for it, and it said that Jason Todd was the first Robin. I thought, no, he wasn't. It was Dick Grayson. I like that they actually delved into it just a little bit so that I wasn't going, you're still wrong. In this world, Jason Todd was the first Robin.
0: I agree with you, too. I like the way that they frame it, that he did get uh, killed by the Joker, and not really. He got away. <clears throat> the Joker let him go, but he always, he always thought that uh, Bruce thought that he was dead, and so he moved on, or tried to move on, and uh, Jason saw that and decided to go off on his own. I like that twist on this kind of uh, origin story versus I think in the original one, does he just like they think he's dead, and he gets risen by the Lazarus Pit, and he, then he just like goes off on his own just yeah, because? Because okay. yeah. he's like, oh, yep. Bruce abandoned me? Um, I like that he gave Bruce a chance and came back and then was like, oh, Bruce forgot about me. And now they're older talking about it, He's like, I didn't forget about it. It's a very hard for a moment. And I feel like it's set up nicely because then you see why Jason and Bruce, like, like they're very uh, much closer in this than they would be in any other iteration. Uh, and I like that about it because Bruce admits to him being like, I was too busy trying to be your brother and I should have been your father. And I think that's a really good introspective on that the, uh, Bruce character and how he didn't want to be a father to Jason when Jason really needed it because he thought like he didn't want something to happen to him and Jason would lose another fa- Jason would lose a father. So instead he acted like his brother. Um, and then it turns out that he lost Jason or he thought he did and still have to deal with that kind of trauma. And uh, Jason ended up losing a, a father figure anyways because he uh, thought that he moved on. So the whole thing is a nice and complex and it adds a new twist to an already kind of relationship that we thought we knew everything about. And so it, it adds a couple more uh, touch points that we've never seen before. And some we're going to see coming up and how they interact and stuff. So
1: I it was great uh, too. Guys, Did I you? still missed the, miss the other hyena from uh, Harley. Yeah. Dude, Harley's daughter, like, showing up and being like,
2: Sup, pudding? I was like, Oh, fuck. Like, if you just said that. And then she bitch slaps her daughter. I was like,
0: Woo. I like the shadow work, too. The art on how the shadows, he, she looks like Joker when she shows up in the background. Mm-hmm. And
2: he did that
1: the entire issue. Like, yeah. every shadow of Bruce was bad. And
0: Harley was Harley Quinn with the mallets
1: Yeah. I liked. I liked, see, I liked the first time it happened. But I didn't need it every time. I don't know. I think it's kind of an yeah, interesting creative choice.
2: Yeah. I don't know. It's <laughs> maybe like you paying attention. Like I
0: don't know. Don't and, know. and also away. like it helps if this is, which it shouldn't be your first step into this world, but if it is, then you can kind of, you know, insinuate that. Be like
1: who oh. somebody is telling you who they are.
0: Yeah, that's Jackie. Obviously Joker, Jack. And obviously the Shadow Joker, so.
2: Yeah, I forgot that the uh, son's name was Bryce. I'm like, hmm, Bryce and Jackie.
0: Remember, All right. And uh, she said, and uh, Dad and Dad. Oh, a little, uh little Brucey, huh?
2: They made their own little uh, you know, kind of like the clone of Superman with Lex and uh, Clark. A little time.
0: Bruce, Quinn action, sex
2: clone, uh, Bruce and uh, Joker.
0: So. Which Alex? <laughs> In the uh, Harley Quinn thing, did they ever did they ever show anything like that? I don't remember if they were, they showed him looking up or if it was between issues or what.
1: Well, they had talked about that they were together.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, there we so. go. So, you lost a hyena, <laughs> gained a boy. <laughs> right, what can you do? What can you do? Uh, fantastic uh, 10.
2: Yeah, 10 out oh, of yeah. 10. So looking forward. Is this going to be eight issues? Probably. All the I other ones so. have been.
1: I
0: don't know, I didn't look, but... Uh,
1: I uh, actually, after reading this one, made me want to go back and reread the other 16 issues mm-hmm. just because the series is so well done. Actually, I guess including the Harley Quinn stuff. Uh, this is a 10. No no questions about it. It
0: doesn't it say... Makes
2: it makes you just, think of that silent, uh, that almost silent issue where he gets the Tim Burton Batmobile in the first volume. Does that ride into
1: town? Maybe. It I, just, I just says... Wondered, like, book one Part of it, like the first so. the first book did so well was that you had all these villains in it and it was super impressive to see. The second one you had way too many heartfelt moments. And now we're here and I'm just like this this universe is so well done. Uh still one of the best Batman books I've ever read or Batman iterations I've ever read. Show.
0: Yeah, I don't know, it doesn't say See, there's... Forever. There's only two solicited, so... Um, Go
2: till
0: 35. There we go. Saga number 57. Uh, Brian K. Vaughn and Fiona Staples. What do you think, guys?
2: I liked it. I mean, I think it's keeping the pace. Um, You know, this issue is kind of the fallout of the last issue with the will... Um and getting kind of jumpstart on his quest uh and then the, the uh the rest of the crew getting uh bombarded by pirates. So um Skipper. I felt like it was like a very quick issue as well, just because how good it was, but it literally was only a couple of scenes moving the plot along. So
0: we saw that Elena had her wing surgically removed so that she can't be identified anymore. Um so there's that. Which the cliffhanger then in the last one was, does she have wings or not? Because the guy told her to take off her shirt. Um, And we kind of get a little bit more backstory into her uh, buddy there. What's his name?
1: Uh, Bambazine? Yeah, Bambazine.
0: That maybe he's not so nice as he thought. Uh, He said he lost his arm in a trucking accident during uh, the war, which he was carrying toilet paper. But uh, it turns out he might actually uh, be a killer. Um, that he was actually helping them in the war, uh, more directly, and that pirate knows him from uh, battle, so, um, kind of made up a Supposedly
1: story. Supposedly, she thinks she's not sure. now he made up He's a story funny. about TP. The other guy was not.
0: And then, like you stated, Garrett, we had a little bit of the will, uh, bringing Markle's head to the robot family, um, which, by the way, King Robot, uh, it's big HD TV, um. <laughs> Makes me laugh for some reason. It's so fucking big, dude.
1: <laughs> it is giant, ginormous. And you know, I, I thought, I thought we had met King Robot prior. I thought we had met him in the earlier fifty-four issues, and maybe it's always been out of view when he talks. When he sends people on the jobs, we've seen the Queen for
0: sure. Yeah, I was gonna say the Queen. I know we've seen. I don't know if we ever oh, saw okay. the king. Queen.
2: All he sat on that like really tiny chair.
0: Okay. I don't know if we ever seen the King. Which
1: yeah. maybe that's what was I was gonna say, I thought the but the queen is the same size as what Prince Robot was. So yeah, anyway.
0: yeah. that's what I'm also curious about. That like, can you change your heads as robots? Like, I mean, did, he know, 4K, 5K, did he upgrade to
1: that? Five K. Did he upgrade to
0: that TV size, or was he born with that TV size?
1: Oh, was, that poor woman.
0: I was gonna say, how did that come <laughs> out? I don't know, but uh
2: <laughs>
1: this thing's like
0: seventy-two inches. <laughs> I didn't also know... I didn't know they had teleporting powers, but I guess they do.
2: Yeah.
0: Or he teleported in and out. So, he got Marco's head. That's all he cares about. He said, hey, Prince Robot went out like a fucking champ. Uh, the only reason I was able to kill Marco is because he took so much out of him. Uh, RIP Mr. Robot. And so, they put the blame on him. Even though the will actually killed Prince Robot. And that's what you got to do in fucking war. You got to lie. Lying cat. They said, get that motherfucker back on the plane. We don't allow his kind over here because, you know what? We got to lie over here, so... Can't have that happening. Um, and uh, Elaine is going to go sell some uh, of the drugs, the fade, fade, fade away, mm-hmm. uh, to make some extra money, do one last job to go straight and be an actual legit seller. Um, and uh, we'll see if she how long she said a couple days, but I, I don't think it's been a couple days, boys.
1: No, and I think I, she's going to be
2: gone for a couple weeks. <laughs> But now yeah, then we'll have three stories going on again and uh boom.
0: The way that Hazel... I felt like
2: this issue was a little light with like Hazel and uh oh what's uh Prince Square. Robot's son?
0: Uh Squire Squire.
2: Squire, Squire. They were around but, uh, yeah, but
0: they didn't, you know. They were
2: too we busy to playing. yeah uh, we gotta see Goose. So or goose, oh, yeah. or
1: however you say it. So Goose, yeah. Yeah.
0: My boy. It's back
1: i'm uh this is so of the the last three that we've read 55 56 57 this one has been the the slowest burn not that it was bad it's fantastic but it did a little bit more of a uh building you up like the first one obviously was that shock and awe um 56 i felt was still kind of shock and awe this one felt more almost tame to what we've seen the last two issues
2: I yeah, think, I feel like we just got a lot, though. So they're like, hey. Yeah. We're and this we're one sets up a lot of things. Little
0: bit. As Garrett was saying before, it sets up the whale storyline. It sets up Elena's storyline. It's setting up also uh, for Hazel's storyline of being there longer than she thought she would be and, and learning from these pirates. Because she does state in her, her diary that being on that ship was some of the greatest moments of her life. And I doubt two days is something that she's going to remember. She's probably going to be there for a while. So. We'll see. I hope we see more about the robots, though.
1: I'm looking forward to when we get more, excuse me, of everyone healing up from Marco's death. And maybe it's one of those things where, even as the reader, we're not supposed to have that much. I mean, we have all that connection. But it's also been, what, two years? How long has it been since he died? Is it three?
2: Yeah, Yeah.
1: probably more like uh, three, uh, three months for me. It was three years. But, I mean, but even in the book it's been three years yeah okay so I mean I guess at that point we're supposed to have moved on a little bit too but I kind of want to know just a little bit more I'm sure they'll keep flashing, flashing back yeah we flash back already like right? I'm sure we will
2: and uh guys I got a theory My oh theory I was supposed to say is, I got a prediction <laughs> you Marco go- comes back as a ghost
0: who? Marco? yeah I was gonna say uh-huh. something very similar but not exactly I bet you anything that there's some sort of magic spell from his kind that can bring him back, but they need his skull to do it. And now that the the robot has the skull, like that'll be some sort of storyline later on. Damn. Because hmm. that skull seemed very important for some reason.
1: Well, so. that's, that's the sign. Like usually, okay, in The Witcher when you kill something, providing it's not a go- a ghost, you keep its head as your trophy. So, I mean, it's a trophy to show. But that would be exciting to know that weren't the, the the horns. They were the magic based people anyway. Yeah. So of course. bring them back. I think that's the only thing though. Is the apartment wants him to stay dead though. Let there be that final that build up and that love we have for Marco. Of course, then it'll be much you know even more excitement. He comes back and kicks everybody's ass. So
2: that's why I was saying the the ghost because then the stakes are still you know medium rare still. and uh, you know they get their cake too. Everyone gets, everyone gets full bite.
1: I guess to be fair, this book, this series knows how to make you love a ghost. And then when they kill the ghost, it's sad. So it doesn't matter what they do. If they decide to kill Marco again, guess what? Still be sad. Doesn't matter. Guys, I want to get, I want to just keep reading saga. I want to go back and read all the issues again. in one day
0: I was doing that. And then I, I started reading some Batman stuff after the Batman movie. So, uh, I got off track, so I should go back and do that, too.
2: I just did it, so I don't really need to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the Batman, we are only, uh, what, yeah, 14 days from HBO Max. It'll be on HBO Max, so.
0: Indeed. Hell, yeah. And I can see my favorite scene over again.
2: Uh, the The Batman peering over at Penguin as he's upside down?
0: Yeah, crouching down. So not crouching <laughs> down, bending over to like bending top. over. He doesn't crouch down. That would be normal. He's for some reason does not want to get down on that ground.
1: <laughs> Dance hold, then bends over at the hips to look down at him.
0: He's like, <laughs> I heard about
2: your car's extended warranty.
0: <laughs> I knocked you upside down, <laughs> but I refuse. <laughs> I refuse to bend down to look at you. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna give that one a nine. Saga, by the way.
2: I'm gonna go with an eight. I mean, I I didn't. That doesn't mean it's bad. I mean, that's still you know top you know top five of the rating. But uh, I thought it was a pretty average issue. It's uh, a lot of setup. Obviously, the art looked great. Um, but yeah, I thought it was uh, leaning towards
1: being a really really great issue. But yeah, eight for me. I'd agree with an eight. The the it was a subtle issue. It didn't have to do a whole lot. It, I still enjoyed it. But like I said, if you're setting up everything, there's nothing too exciting going on.
0: Here we go. Saga number 57 uh, Beyond the White Knight, Batman Beyond the White Knight number one. Books we read this week for this uh, review and then our book club book Trillium number uh, 1.2. <laughs> 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 the Lemire uh, brothers obviously. So there you go. Uh, Wednesdaycomics605 at gmail.com that's the email address 605 215 1849 that's the phone number um, that you can call us on or go to Wednesdaycomics.com and leave a message there. You can also subscribe there any way you like it. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, Spotify. Uh, you can do that there. Also click on the website button to see our merch page Page if you want this logo on a sweet, sweet tea. Uh, and also visit us on Twitter at Wednesday Comics, at 8 Keaton at Garot2188, and at Marvin underscore Salguero. Also remember to visit our sponsors, RootsOfTheSwampThing.com, your definitive source for all things swampy. Uh, and also Rainbow. Comicsandcards.com. Also SuperCon.com for RetroMania uh 2022. Uh we will be there. That is this October. September to October. Uh what was the dates, Garrett? Do you remember? Uh
2: 29th through the second. That doesn't make sense. Uh 30th through the second,
0: I think. The end of September mm-hmm. into October. Go to supercon.com for more information on those dates exactly. Uh, but where that last weekend is uh, into the next weekend, that's when it is.
1: This would be the 30th the, to the second.
0: There you go. Is that what you said? That's what I just said.
1: said. And I know. i just was confirming the 30th is the Friday, so.
0: I
2: didn't need you to confirm. I looked into the future and saw those dates. God. Bullshit. You can't see the future. I just did,
0: it's the 30th through the Bro, second Bro, this guy's like a trillion, he's in the future He's in the future, he's in the, he's, in the he's in the past, he's everywhere His name is Garrett Walls And he's a traveling time man for Wednesday Comics My name is Marvin
1: I'm Alec I'm Garrett hey, Everyone stay classy, San Francisco <laughs> Wow Doing <laughs> in your bothersome. Keep turning those pages